This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Banatrol. If you suffer from diarrhea caused by IBS or any other type of digestive issue that's preventing you from leaving your house due to the fear of flare-ups, check out Banatrol from Medtrition. Banatrol stops diarrhea without causing constipation and is safe to take every day. Unlike over-the-counter and prescription medications would cause constipation and disrupt digestive health, Banatrol takes a nutritional approach. The all-natural formula contains only two ingredients, a proprietary blend of dehydrated banana flakes paired with a clinically proven GOS fiber. After prescribing Banatrol to some of my patients with IBS associated with GI urgency and diarrhea, several have pronounced it a godsend. You can try Banatrol risk-free for 30 days by going to trybanatrol.com. If for any reason it doesn't work, you'll receive a 100% refund of the purchase price. That's T-R-Y-B-A-N-A-T-R-O-L.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and today's podcast is all about human sexuality, and in particular, Integrative Sexual Health. That's a title of a book that today's guest is a co-author, a co-editor of. I'm actually one of the authors in that book. We've uh, talked to some of the other uh, luminaries who contributed chapters to that book, uh, such as... Um, Gio Espinosa, uh, and we've also uh, talked to uh, others who have contributed chapters to Integrative Sexual Health. It's part of the Andrew Weil Integrative Medicine Library, and so uh, it's a very authoritative book about all aspects of integrative sexual health. So with us today is Dr. Barbara Bartlick. Uh, she's a, a fellow alumna of uh, my medical school. We actually went to medical school together. Uh, she was a year away from me, and so I didn't really get to know her. I only got to know her later in my professional life. Uh, she, uh, unlike me, went into psychiatry. She's uh, a board-certified psychiatrist, and uh, she uh, has written several chapters in integrative sexual health. She's an expert on matters related to uh, mood, not just sexuality. So welcome, Dr. Bartlett. It's satisfying you on board. I'll call you Barbara. Thanks, Ron. I'm so happy to be here because I am an avid fan of your podcast, and I listen to everyone, and I'm so happy that I'm finally getting to do one with you. Well, indeed, and, and it's uh, really a pleasure doing one with you. Could could you first uh, frame the issue for us? Because a lot of people, I think, may not understand, you know, what does an integrative psychiatrist do? Does that mean you, you never use drugs, you just use uh, herbs, or you know, how does that work? Well, we use natural approaches as our first line of therapy. So we like to um, modify the diet and lifestyle to getting to to make people live in a more healthy way. And then we also give a lot of vitamins, minerals, and herbs to um, correct any imbalances that they have that might be contributing to a mood problem. And there are many, many options. Uh, you don't have to immediately reach for the prescription pad. If you can get people to um, you know, balance their hormones, make sure they have the right nutritional supplements and, and no deficiencies, you can, you can treat many mood problems. You don't have to go right for medications. And after all, the medications aren't perfect. 
um, they, they uh, very often um, don't have great outcomes themselves, and they also have some pretty devastating side effects. Indeed. So uh, when you began uh, your career, uh, there was such a thing as orthomolecular medicine, and really one of the tenets of orthomolecular medicine is that uh, we could correct certain faulty pathways uh, in the brain. We could uh, optimize neurotransmitters uh, by using nutrients, by using, say, B vitamins or magnesium. Uh, and this is like 30 years ago when we were both getting started in this field, but I think the field has really developed uh, and now no, there's more and more evidence that uh, things like the microbiome have an impact on mood. Uh, inflammation uh, is the source of a lot of brain problems, including depression. Uh, and so there really is a, a diet-brain connection, and there are supplements that uh, definitely have uh, mood-correcting effects. So um, I think it's a field that, uh, you know, you opted for. And maybe you were a pioneer in that, and I think it's really grown up around you. Well, yes. Um, in my career, I, I started out being very interested in orthomolecular psychiatry, as it was uh, called back then. And then I morphed into sexual medicine, and I uh, became an associate in the practice of Dr. Helen Singer Kaplan, mm -hmm. a very renowned sex therapist in New York. Right. She is and like she's like the the queen of, uh, you know, sex therapy. She's really, you know, for those who are not acquainted with her, she's like the most authoritative person in this field. So having worked with her, I think is a feather in your cap. Oh, thank you. It was a, it was a joy working with her, um, until she died in 1995. And I, I then, um, concentrated on, uh, sexual medicine, but my approach was, um, less with the behavioral psychology approaches and more with uh, nutritional therapies, and I started to get into um, uh, using micronutrients to improve sexual and mental health in a very big way. Um, and actually, I learned first about that from uh, Dr. Kaplan because she mentioned it in her first book, The New Sex Therapy, that vitamin and mineral deficiencies uh, can cause sexual problems. Going back to around in the 1970s, she was aware of this. But it was really very uh, rarely stated in sexual medicine circles. Um, so, um, you know, the, the concentration was on behavioral techniques mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, the, the squeeze couples technique. Couples therapy or, or you know, whatever, yeah. Couples therapy. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was very um, psychological and behavioral mm -hmm. psychological. And But, you know, if you don't have the biochemistry straight underneath, no amount of um, uh, behavioral therapy is going to uh, work out. You know, you're right. just going to be wasting your time. You've so got if to you're get. Feeling, if you're feeling lethargic, if your body is inflamed, if you have insulin resistance, if you're depleted of vitamins and minerals, no nitric oxide production, you know, all these things kind of uh, enter into it, right? Absolutely. And to try to do sex therapy on a person with all of those problems is really a waste of time and resources. So I, I say first correct the underlying imbalances, get that person healthy, and you will see their sexual functioning re return uh, in a good way. So so I, I kind of veered away from traditional sex therapy into a more biological model, but that then led me into integrative psychiatry, and there's so much to know about 
things that you can do to improve mental health with micronutrients and and specialized laboratory tests and um you know so i i got into that and then i thought wait well, hey, why don't i just bring this together these two generations of my life bring it together and do a book on integrative sexual health and of course i had I, I was aware of Dr. Andrew Weil's um, Integrative Health Library, and I, I conceived of the the the, um, the idea of proposing a book um, to Dr. Weil, and and it, he he did accept it, and I'm so happy that it has finally come to fruition. And it's a big job because uh, getting a bunch of integrative practitioners together to write a book is like herding cats, right? But you did it. <laughs> no, you they were it. wonderful. They were so wonderful. I, they made our jobs as editors very easy myself dr janet mendez and dr gio espinosa we worked together on it and uh the the chapters were so wonderful i they, even they really you are. know i mean i have to say so, i re- so, reread so, them yeah. now and i just can't get over how wonderful they are and so uh i contributed a chapter along with our, our nutritionist Leila mutin uh on macronutrients on the effects of diet uh on uh, sexual performance and just to give you a sampling of this, I mean, we did interview previously uh, Dr. Madeline Castellanos, uh, a psychiatrist, on uh, female sexual biochemistry. That was fascinating with a view towards female sexual dysfunction. But just to give you, I'm just going to give you a random sample of some of the chapters here. Uh, chiropractic, how musculoskeletal involvement impacts sexuality. Uh, understanding sexual addiction and hypersexuality, that's an aspect of this. Uh, the sexual dysfunction and exercise, the effect of uh, exercise on sexual performance. Here's one on birth control pills and hormonal contraception. What were the effects of that? I mean, it's such a pervasive thing. So, you know, uh, that's just a smattering of some of the chapters in the book. Highly recommended, especially if you're an integrative practitioner, integrative sexual health. And so, uh, Barbara, you wrote a chapter. You, you alluded to the fact that uh, micronutrient deficiency can impact sexual performance i mean i'm thinking what micronutrients i mean zinc is associated with sexual performance but can you elaborate well yeah um i looked at all of the medications that were strongly associated with sexual dysfunction and then i looked at the medications themselves and what vitamins and minerals they depleted and it's a lot and it's something that everybody should be aware of when they start a medication. Um, so, for, for instance, look at birth control pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, big you big could, libido killer. Um, big libido. Oh, you could never really? get me to take a, a birth control pill. You know, this whole thing of male contraception, that, you know, tell a guy, <laughs> oh, you know, you're just going to have some breast tenderness and uh, you're going to, you know, have a sort of a flattened affect and you're going to lose your interest in sex. Forget about it. I'm not going to take that. Right. So no, we put the responsibility on women. We put the no, responsibility it's, it's on really, women. It's really very, uh, and, and people take it so lightly. I can remember, um, you know, once my daughter came home from college and told me she had started birth control pills, and I was aghast. She said, Mom, everybody in my dorm is on them. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it was like, but fortunately, she came right off them because she couldn't remember to take them. So uh, that was not for her. Uh, but you see, they deplete folic acid, B1, B2, B3, mm-hmm. B6, yep. B12, vitamin C, zinc, Which affects mood, magnesium, big time. Yeah. Calcium. Okay, all of, those are, all of those ingredients are used to make neurotransmitters. Mm-hmm. So if you go on a, uh, hormonal contraception, 
you're going to have trouble with micronutrient depletion, and that is likely to impact your neurotransmitters, which will then affect your mental and sexual health. So that is a really big deal, That uh, and, and there are so many other things. Uh, as a clinician with 35 years' experience seeing patients, I've seen horrible things. You know, mm-hmm. women in their late 20s having their gallbladders removed mm-hmm. while, because of the birth control pill. Um, people with blood clots and, and devastating consequences of that. So these are not small things, and they should—they are serious medications and should not be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't um, um, take them like they were candy and hand them out that way. It's just not right. This is, and there are other other forms of birth control that are effective if used properly, such as the condom. And, um, and, and people don't use them or they don't use them rightly and then, then, uh, accidents occur. But if you use it rightly, the efficacy rate is almost as good as a pharmaceutical contraception. Okay, folks, at this point, let's pause and allow one of our sponsors to share this very important message with you. Please listen up. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Propax with NT Factor, a complete vitamin and mineral formula. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, whether it be age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor repairs damaged cells, restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years, and now the 45-day money-back guarantee you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158. That's 800-982-9158. Or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our guest, Dr. Barbara Bartlick. What are some of the other drugs that deplete nutrients? I imagine uh, water pills, things like that. Oh, yes. Here here we go. Um, The um, diuretics deplete so many things. Potassium, magnesium, zinc, calcium, thiamine, B6, vitamin C, um, thiazide diuretics, potassium, magnesium, zinc, beta blockers, CoQ10, um, Angiotensive converting enzyme inhibitors such as ACE inhibitors can mm-hmm. deplete zinc mm-hmm. and sodium. ARBs, another blood pressure, can deplete zinc, sodium, potassium. Um, the antipsychotics deplete um, B2, CoQ10. Uh, a lot of the anti-seizure medicines deplete B vitamins. Mm-hmm. Get away with uh, vitamin D as well, some of them. Yes. Yeah, and anticonvulsants, vitamin D, gabapentin, mm-hmm. uh, folate, barbiturates, folic acid, vi- vitamin D, uh, vitamin K, B12, B6, carnitine. So you see, what I recommend people do is whenever they start any medication, look up what vitamins are depleted by those medications. And, and you, may need to, you may really need to take that medication, but at least replete uh, whatever the medication tends to interfere with because you can yes, at least I, partially compensate for the medication effect. Absolutely. Uh, people get muscle cramps from statins mostly because they deplete CoQ10, and you need that for your muscles. So um, people, you, you should always be on, a, on, a, on CoQ10 when you're on a statin. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, some people have to take statins because they've you know, had a, a 
cardiac or stroke type of I agree. event. I'm not inalterably they... opposed to them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, so from a sort of a sixty thousand foot altitude, you know, looking at this problem, it's it seems this problem's more pervasive than it was in the past. You know, there's articles about how millennials are losing interest in sex, and uh, there's uh, really a high incidence of uh, ED in young men. Uh, certainly, this problem is <laughs> pervasive in women. So, I mean, is something going on here? I mean, is it, uh, you know, something yeah. about our lifestyle, well, our environment? Yep. Testosterone levels have been declining every decade. You know, and we're we're getting, you know, more and more um, low testosterone levels. And I just saw a young man the other day, um, an athlete in, in college, um, really working out very hard um, on uh, physically. And he's got a low testosterone level. Wow. you wouldn't think it. And not only that, He's got a high estradiol level, hmm. and so what? What could be causing this? Well, we we think it might be the plastic water bottles that he's drinking from, and also they haven't been um, careful about uh, making sure that they're all of their personal products. The family is is not paying attention to the personal products. They didn't know they had to. But you know things. These are like, the so-called uh, gender benders, the endoc- endocrine oh. disruptors or xenoestrogens, right? Exactly, exactly. So we think that he's being exposed to a lot of xenoestrogens. I mean, you know that um, even like male, uh, even colognes that men use, mm-hmm. um, they they uh, often contain um, uh, phthalates, which which uh, decrease testosterone. So here you're going out on a date. You uh, want to smell good and be attractive, so right. you put on some cologne. Let it, people don't know that it's decreasing their testosterone and making them less sexy. In addition to, so, to camouflaging their pheromones, which are the normal sexual attractants. Yes, yes, yes. So this young man, um, he was feminized, though he was in really good shape. And I looked at his bloods, and I noticed that not only was uh, that happening with his hormones, but his hemoglobin A1C was a 5.6, and you would not expect that in a 20-year-old. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a on the border of yeah. pre, pre-diabetic, yeah. Yeah. you know? And so, but It's not optimal. Yeah. It's not optimal. But then I looked at his genetics, and he's, he's homozygous for the A1298C methylation defect. Mm-hmm. So clearly, this man needs methylation support, which will then help him get his hormones back in balance. Mm -hmm. Um, There's something about the methylation where if you have ineffective methylation, you're not getting rid of excess estrogen. That's particularly important for women. Sometimes, you know, with the reproductive cancers, breast cancer, uterine cancer, estrogen dominance, they need methylation support uh, to help them uh, detox properly the excess estrogen. But I guess it applies to males too. Yes, yes. It's it's, it's you know it's very important for both because to process hormones you do need methylating factors. Mm-hmm. Um, this young man also had a, a low fasting blood sugar of fifty eight and mm-hmm. had some symptoms of anxiety, possibly connected with uh, low blood sugar. That can kill libido uh, too. Yeah. 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 And so, so what did we do? Well, um, even before I got his labs back, I gave him some fenugreek. And um, I also put him on magnesium, which I give everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, every, everybody Good stress buster, plus and the guy's exercising like crazy. He's leaking magnesium in his sweat. Yeah. 
Yeah, and a meth- I put him on a methylating B vitamin and omega-3 and um, a probiotic. And I sent him home and got the labs back and lo and behold found this high estrogen. So when he came back, but, but he had an interesting story when he came back. Uh, lo and behold, the um, fenugreek had resolved his his uh, problem with his erections. I forgot to mention that his morning erections had gone away. He normally had them, but they just had gone away, and then he had had one. It's kind of episode. abnormal for a, for a young man, certainly. Yeah, for a young guy like that, yeah, yeah. You, you know, not normal. And also, he had had one episode of erectile disorder with um, uh, a young lady, and so he was very, very upset. And so, um, but lo and behold, this, 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 these sexual problems went away with just the fenugreek and these few items that I supplemented. So he was in good shape. Then he ran out of his fenugreek, but not the other items. And lo and behold, the morning erection stopped again, and, and he was having trouble. So I think the fenugreek, which um, in, increases testosterone by um, inhibiting aromatase, which uh, converts testosterone to estrogen, I think it was helping him. So it doesn't. And, in other words, it's not a. It doesn't. It's not as like a form of testosterone. It increases testosterone by preventing the breakdown of testosterone. Exactly. Right. Exactly. And so when he came back, I put him on um, some Chrysin, which does the same which thing. Which does the same thing. It's an herbal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a little uh, bit like a, a natural aromatase inhibitor. It's kind of like natural Arimidex. Exactly. So instead of using pharmaceuticals, I used herbs and vitamins and minerals to treat him. Mm-hmm. Even though his um, sex hormone binding globulin, which binds to the free testosterone and inactivates it, even though it was normal, mm-hmm. I decided to put him on some phosphatidylserine as well to decrease his sex hormone binding globulin. That's sort of, and, that, for a listening audience, we're getting a little technical here, but sex hormone binding globulin is precisely how it sounds. It binds to testosterone, which is necessary for kind of carrying it around the body, but if there's too much of it, all the testosterone is bound up and your available testosterone is less or free testosterone is less. So uh, there are certain supplement regimes which help us liberate the testosterone, right? Exactly. So phosphatidylserine, and there are some other herbal products that I use that, mm-hmm. um, you know, these nutrient houses, nutraceutical houses, they package them in, in uh, combo products. Is the stinging nettle one of those things that does does that as well? Stinging nettle? Stinging nettle? Um, I not believe your, that, not a, not that helps the liver. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure if it does I thought it was that. something that might help with sex. It sexual probably would blood. because if you're, you're helping the liver, it would probably do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so, but while we're on the subject, th- this is one of the reasons, this elevation in sex hormone binding globulin, this is one of the reasons that birth control pills inhibit sexual functioning in women. Mm-hmm. Because it raises the sex hormone binding globulin. It, it absolutely, and it does it for a long time too, even after you stop. Sometimes they they go down the levels go down a bit, mm-hmm. but they never go down to baseline. Mm-hmm. You could tell if a woman has ever taken birth control mm-hmm. pills by her level of sex hormone binding globulin. So you know, think hard before you start those things. You may be affecting your free testosterone for life. Yeah. So, so that's so you know obviously you know, men have a, a lot in their 
armamentarium for supporting sexuality. I mean, we have the option as physicians prescribing testosterone or prescribing Viagra, Cialis, Levitra. Uh, it seems that in this uh, space race to achieve a sexual fulfillment, uh, men are getting the better end of the stick. Uh, women have fewer options. So perhaps yeah. in uh, part two, it's we about can... 200 to one, um, <laughs> the right. drug to enhance male sexual functioning compared to the drugs that it, to enhance female sexual functioning. So perhaps in part two, we can focus a little bit on uh, support for women's uh, sexual functioning. Uh, we're talking to Dr. Barbara Bartlett. She is one of the co-editors of a great book, Integrative Sexual Health. I'm also author of a chapter in that book. Um, and it's part of the Wild Integrative Medicine Library. Uh, we'll be back with uh, Barbara uh, to take a deeper dive into integrative sexual health, things that you can do naturally uh, to support libido, uh, sexual performance, and uh, overall sexual satisfaction. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.